Welcome, everybody, to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to the show. OJ Simpson is a free man. I cover OJ a lot because I am fascinated with the OJ Simpson trial. It was the trial of the century, and that case is still being talked about in law schools today. That is the most famous case of all time. You know, forget these Casey Anthony cases, these Scott Peterson cases. The O.J. Simpson trial, there was nothing like it. So O.J. is a free man now. So he got convicted for uh, basically stealing his own merchandise from a casino. And he held the casino up at gunpoint and um, got his stuff back. So he was arrested for it and got put away i think he i think he was prosecuted for like 20 some years but he was eligible for parole after being in there for 10 or 11 years and he went on parole once got denied and then his second time which was just the other day they all agreed to let him go now say what you want to about oj simpson i do think he killed nicole simpson and he should have been convicted of murder but he wasn't This crime that he did, he shouldn't really have spent as long as he did in prison. He should have went to prison, but I think that the court system tried to stick it to him and put him in prison longer for this second crime that he committed. Um, But he killed Ron Goldman and and Nicole Simpson, and I think that people still have that in their mind. So, um, But say what you want to about him, he's a murderer. And O.J. walking the streets, that's a, kind of a scary thing. Um, he's a dangerous person to be free. You never know what kind of, uh, how a person like that who's been in prison that long is going to act when he gets out. He is dangerous, obviously. I mean, he beat Nicole Simpson up all throughout their relationship. And uh, he threatened to kill her. And he said he would kill her and get away with it, which he did. And he murdered her, actually butchered her and her friend Ron Goldman. And now, you know, he got convicted of, uh, he didn't get convicted for that, got found not guilty. And then this whole casino thing happened with his merchandise. And all of a sudden, you know, holding people up at gunpoint. I just don't think OJ is a good person. And it's a shame that he is walking the streets. But it's another saga in the OJ Simpson book. He's going to be out. I wonder if he's going to get a reality show. I wonder if they're going to pay him some money to to do some reality shows. But the thing about it is, if OJ makes any type of money, Ron Goldman's family, that family of his gets a percentage of OJ's money because of that civil suit. See, OJ still hasn't paid the Goldmans the full amount that he owes them. So... I've heard that OJ is not interested in doing anything really for a lot of money because he does not want the Goldmans to have it. Thank you. I think I finally got my microphone working. Yes, the studio. I'm still trying to learn how to use this equipment in the studio. But, yeah, uh, I covered the OJ trial, and uh, that was just something that you know I, I had to talk about. OJ is a free Man, he'll be walking the streets. I predict a reality show for him. I know I predict a reality show for a lot of people, but that's who the, that's who gets these reality shows is these uh, interesting people. People like LeVar Ball. People like um, 
OJ Simpson. Yeah, but OJ, that's just uh, a little bit of what we're talking about today on this podcast. There is a lot to talk about. Did you guys see on the internet the roller coaster at the Ohio State Fair that broke loose? Now, I'm here to tell you, dying on a roller coaster is one of my biggest fears. The cart came loose from the roller coaster. It was uh, one of those pendulum rides that has different carts, and it swings you really high, just and it keeps swinging you. One of the carts came loose, and the video is very graphic. You can see bodies flying off. They, uh, one kid died. He was 18 years old, and you know a bunch of people got hurt. I even heard one girl say some girl's arm got ripped off during the ride. I could not stand being on that ride and being buckled, you know, because they have those straps over you. I couldn't imagine being buckled and then that cart flying off the um, roller coaster and me landing on the concrete and couldn't move with the seatbelt on. I would feel smothered. And I'm a little claustrophobic anyway, so, you know, that would make, I couldn't stand that. <laughs> you know, just go ahead and kill me. I, I do not want to feel like that. But that is a nightmare for the people who were on that roller coaster. Those the people that were on that roller coaster, everybody involved on that roller coaster, everyone who um, got hurt, everyone who was injured, uh, the poor gentleman who passed away, his family, even the people who wasn't hurt but was on the ride, everybody on that ride will benefit from some type of compensation. They will sue the crap out of this uh, uh, amusement park company, out of the uh, city of Ohio that it was in, out of the, I believe it was Columbus, the state of Ohio, they'll sue everybody for this accident, and they're going to they're gonna get paid. I predict around 10 to $15 million, probably around 10 more realistically for each person that was uh, on the cart that flew off. Uh, maybe, yeah, $10 million apiece, and then uh, the people who didn't get hurt from the traumatic experience, I'm sure they'll probably settle for two million, three million. They'll all get paid for it. You know, how lucky are those people on the roller coaster? I mean, they were on the roller coaster that broke. Their cart didn't fly off the roller coaster, and they're now millionaires, and they didn't even get hurt. Now, I'm sure some are, are traumatized. I'm sure that's probably certainly possible, but. They're getting paid. They're going to be millionaires now. So, yeah, that's just, I looked that up on social media. You know, you find all kinds of crazy stuff on social media. And speaking of social media, Facebook Live, you can go live now on Facebook and be broadcasting in front of the world. And I was on Facebook, and this girl was Facebook Living. And this was streaming uh, through a trend on Facebook. And... She was driving down the road, and she was obviously drunk, and she wrecked, and her sister got flown out of the car. She got slung out of the car, and she died right there on the spot. I mean, she just looked mangled and bloodied on the side of the road, and her sister, you know, she gets out of the car, and she's like, oh my gosh, I think I killed my sister, and she's Facebook living during all this, and she's like, yes, I did kill my sister, but she's like, I'm going to go to jail for the rest of my life, but don't worry, I'm going to hold it down. Just drunk out of her mind. And 
it's that was very dark. That girl had some demons about her. Killed her sister. Mm. You see some crazy stuff on Facebook. You see some crazy stuff on social media. Like I saw something, you know, not some. Let's switch the subject to something not so dark, but it is kind of fascinating what I saw on the internet. This was just streaming online about how robots could potentially take over a lot of the things that we do in this world. Like they're going to make these robots like ro- like human-like people, and they are going to be able to go in and computerize these robots to be able to do daily tasks. That adults do, like check your mail, or cook you dinner, or clean your house, or work at a grocery store. It's going to eliminate, by buying these robots, you can purchase these robots, by buying these robots, it's going to eliminate uh, you having to hire employment. Because these robots are going to be... uh, you know, doing these daily jobs. Like, let's take a grocery store, for instance. they got to hire cashiers. Well, once these robots are built, they're going to be computerized to be able to check people out, to help them with any questions. And these are genius robots because they're computerized. And, I mean, their brain is a computer. So they're going to take over some of these duties. The overhead in these... Robots, though, you're probably probably going to have to pay a big amount. You're also going to have to pay for maintenance. There's going to be some times, I'm sure, that they're going to be... <laughs> these robots are going to tear up. But the movie iRobot doesn't seem so ridiculous anymore, does it? I, I saw this. I promise you. I'm not crazy. Look it up on YouTube. Look up robots. Uh, just, I don't know what you would YouTube. Robots uh, coming in the future. Robots in the future. Just type that in and you will find what I'm talking about. Uh, You know, this is something I found to be great, actually. Karen Cipher is now a free woman as well. Uh, She, let's take a trip down memory lane here. She is the woman who slept with Rick Bettino and extorted him for money while he was coach at Louisville. And... Patino finally quit paying her, and of course, so she wanted to come clean with some of the stuff that he did, and she did, and now they went to court over it, and some of these uh, disposition transcripts are surreal, reading these. Karen Cipher wanted, this is what she wanted, she demanded a car for herself, a car for her son, a house, $3,000 a month for bills, and $75,000 cash after he leaves Louisville. If Patino gives her that, she will protect Rick Patino's name for life. Oh my gosh, what is the producer doing? Can you please turn that down, please? Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. And, you know, I think that when Karen Cipher... Uh, gets settled in, out of prison. You know, she just is fresh out of prison. I think she's going to write a book. And I think that things are only going to get worse for Patino. I don't understand how Rick Patino still has a job, though. Reading through these transcripts and knowing that he slept with this woman in the back of a restaurant in town, the town that he coaches. And, I, you know, and this woman was a man, was the wife of one of Rick Patino's staff members. 
So I think this is just a it's surreal knowing that Rick Patino kept his job and since then he has had another sex scandal show up at his university while he's been the head coach with this whole prostitution rank going on during his recruiting process and he still has a job at Louisville. It's a very sleazy sleazy place at the University of Louisville because of Tom Jurich. He his decisions to keep Rick Bettino is very sleazy. Rick Bettino is one of the greatest coaches to ever coach in college basketball. Quite possibly top three coaches ever to do it. Top five. But his legacy has been tarnished with these scandals. And people are going to remember him for these. He's a great coach with a lot of scandal. And people can forgive and forget. Maybe in the future these scandals will go away. But the fact of the matter is, is Repetino should be fired from Louisville. He shouldn't be the coach there anymore. He just shouldn't. Just wanted to bring light onto that situation. And uh, last but not least, I want to bring up the transgender situation. The transgenders have been banned from joining the military by President Trump. I think that's a little messed up. I think if you want to serve your country, I think you have every right to, no matter what you are. No matter if you're gay, straight, fat, skinny, tall, ugly, transgender. If you want to go out, take a gun, and defend your nation, I think that's very respectable, and I think you have every right to do it. I do not agree with Donald Trump on this. This is um, it's outrageous, actually. I just think that anyone who wants to put their life on the line for this country, you have to respect them for it, and you should let them. I mean, you know, you imagine being in uh, the military. You're on the battlefield, and you're on the ground. You're laying there at the mercy of your uh, opponents, and they're about to kill you, and all of a sudden this big transgender man comes up and blows your opponent's freaking head off. I mean, are you going to be like, oh, well, are you going to be upset because a transgender did that? No, you're going to be thankful that the transgender saved your life. So I just, I think that anyone has a right to serve their country. And I, I just think it's, I don't know what Trump's trying to do here. I think he goes a little overboard with some of his stuff. I think he likes to eject a lot of his personal beliefs onto the country's um, into the country. And I just don't think that sometimes he does things that is best for the country. And uh, that's upsetting. I hope he gets better at that. I do. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to another episode of Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks. I will see you in the next episode.